Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here. Once a motherfucking again, the catnip. Back to drop more gems for the week. Back to get you realigned with yourself, the world, and to remind you how dope you really are. Because you're listening to this podcast. You're already winning. Look at Good you. Job. Look at you with your winning ass. You have Look at you. It. Right. Look at that shit. Winning and shit. (laughs) It look good on you. It look real, real good on you, baby. It look real good. Meanwhile, it is your favorite cat lady, the most extraordinary and phenomenal. I am Erica Badu Jr. Um, yes, bitch, we ascending. Um, it's me, Lexi niggas. Y'all know who it is. The same old Lexi from last time. Um, welcome back. I'm excited to talk to everybody. It has been such an eventful year. We got so much dope shit that we're experiencing that we want to share with you. And I'm just, I'm praying that all is well with you and yours. I'm praying that you staying safe and staying smart and staying practical and just you managing this well. So, yeah. And I am Sydney back again. And it is I, your quarantine punk kitten jumping and pivoting, landing on my feet most of the time, using my tail for balance and shit. Um, good way. Welcome, Even niggas. So, of course, this is nippers. Oh, so Sid and I have had to compromise, and I hope that you guys know that we use the phrase nippers. <laughs> So, it's just a really fun way of describing, like, people listen to our show, your little nippers. And so, we have really cool nipper shirts coming out for our Paradigm Yoga experience. Um, okay, if you've been here before, then you already know what I'm going to say. And if not, then we always have a word of the day. And what is our F word today? Our F word is motherfucking frustration. Because bitches is frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Clanky. I'm a little irritated with the side of a with a, he- a heaping of fuck you and your mom. I would like to order a, a small order of all y'all bitches can die um, to go. Underline extra sauce and uh, an extra helping of like a triple dose social distancing. 
Like, I get it, y'all. We in the thick of it. It's We need to waste time this corona shit. COVID-19. You know. The villain of 2020. And it's just trying to figure out, like, how to keep navigating. I know y'all bored. I know you're ready to go outside. I know you're ready to get back to your old life. Or to what feels normal. Or to the access. But I just need you to be graceful and patient with yourself right now. And this is the time where it's like you really have to learn how to soothe yourself. You know, like what things do you need to stay balanced? What, how can you be proactive about your mental wellness? Um, I feel like in the last episode we talked about adjusting what it means to be productive and you know making space like it's a lot going on it's a lot of people who typically wouldn't be in their house every day and now they're in this motherfucker non-stop like some people ain't used to cooking for themselves you know it's a lot of it's a lot of new normals in this bitch and you know what i think like a lot of people are not used to seeing people the way we are not seeing yeah. people no more like we're, we've been told we can only go out for essential, so we're going to the grocery store, I guess maybe getting gas, but hopefully you haven't used a lot of gas if your cars are sitting there. Um, so yeah, this has been quite the adjustment. Um, and be sure you're checking on your people. It's very easy, especially with these times, to be like, oh, well, why haven't so-and-so checked on me? Like, bitch, we going through the same motherfucking corona and all this like, just go ahead and extend the extend the tree branch because we are all going through it and we're taking things mm-hmm. differently. And if the thought has popped up in your mind, like, it's, at this point, you should just go ahead and read And not even um, that. Check, on, the, check, on, the check on a nigga. But I need you to take the time out to check on yourself because sometimes we use, like, mm-hmm. taking on emotional, other people's emotions and we, um, we can use checking on other people as a distraction for checking on themselves and we could absorb all of that nervous energy and because we don't have our typical escapes you may not be able to go and do what helps you clear out that energy of absorbing everybody else's so it's like check on you too check on you first one two somewhere in the mix like give yourself time and permission and grace to do nothing and Give yourself the self-discipline to do the things that you know are in self-care. Because I know some people is like, girl, I don't even feel like taking a shower. And it's like, I know it's hard to keep up that motivation, but this is a great strengthening opportunity. You know, like good cognitive exercise on how you can create structure for yourself. And to go back to what you said, like, I want to underline what Leslie said about checking on yourself first, because yes, if you can extend and check on as many people as you want, but if you haven't done that self-care, if you haven't checked on yourself, what all all the anxiousness that they're feeling, the anxiety, because we all feel it, it comes in different ways, it looks different, but we're all going through it, but you absorb other people. So if you can be grounded in yourself and be proactive taking care of yourself, that's gonna help you like when you go check on people and they freak out, like you're not gonna freak out because you've already taken the measures that you need to do and it it helps you stay grounded we have so much information going on so much misinformation we have like so many things to be worried about that you really have to 
take definitive time out to get still within yourself. Like, you have to. For the sake of being able to make it through this experience, you have to learn how to take care of yourself. And this requires you to do a balancing act. One, create structure that you gonna make yourself honor. So if you used to getting up, getting dressed, making coffee, and leaving for work, why don't you get up, get dressed, make a cup of coffee, and take a walk around the block? Something that's going to keep a consistent and normal routine in your life for you. If you are, you know what I mean? Like, but you have to honor that. Don't wake up, 100%. you know, and be like, oh, I don't feel like it. No, get the fuck up. Because if you had to get up and drive to work, you would crawl your ass out of bed. So... You got to push yourself, wash, wash your face, face, brush your teeth, so that you know it's going to mm-hmm. be an HR issue. Well, now you got to sit down. You, your HR, you're your human resource. You know what I mean? And you, your human resource manager, too. Right. So, like, take care of yourself. If you know you need to work out and you don't have a gym, that means be committed to finding out the kind of workout you can do. Looking online, everything free. Except for I poured out yoga class, but you know, because... <laughs> That's just what this is. And, you know, I mean, so, but you know what I mean? Like, find some weights. If you got to drive, I know my homeboy, shout out to um, Herba Uno. He couldn't find any, um, he couldn't find any weights. Dude drove from downtown Atlanta all the way to Dalton, Georgia. That's like a nice 34, that's, well, mm-hmm. minus the new, you know, Rona traffic flow, like, that's really like an hour drive regardless you know and it's like how far are you gonna go to take care of yourself how much effort are you gonna put into spending time with yourself how many you know what are you gonna do and what's really crazy and i'm gonna get this back to you said i'm gonna be a a phone hog but you this is that time where you gotta also deal with yourself so you have to nurture yourself too and say it's okay to feel how you feel. It's so you have to figure out why you figure it, why you feel the way you do. When was the first time you felt this way? It's this time where you can really fuck around and like learn some really deep healing shit about yourself. Don't run from it. You have to balance your nature with your nurture because moving forward, it's a whole new game. It's a whole motherfucking new game. And just like you said, where you applying all this energy um, to, or where you're not applying energy to getting out of bed and taking care of yourself and doing the, the shit that you need to be doing, you do have energy for other shit. So whether you have your vices or you sitting on the couch watching Netflix or what, like, or like what, whatever it is the fuck, like it's something else that you're applying energy to that, um, and it's hard because I get it, like right now we are, all going through it and we are coping differently like some people are are organizing some people are creating flower beds i don't know but like making sure you're taking care of your shit so i think yes and you know lexi also mentioned okay so basically every month lexi will remind me that there's a new moon and it's time for me to get aligned with my intentions it's time for me to figure out like what it is that i want and it's every month and i i mean and it's right because it's always like it's not something like I don't just have my intentions in the forefront like I just like I know what I need to accomplish but like what are you going to be intentional about and I always appreciate Lexi asking me that in situations because then I I've, I haven't asked myself that and I really have to be like huh what is it that one and then I sit and I'll blurt it out or like whatever so 
we always like we get frustrated like we always going back to yoga we writing some shit down we setting on fire this moon Lexi says we're not setting it on fire and it's not mercury with the new brain so okay several things just happened we just had a new moon cool and like sis says i really try to put effort into setting intentions because life is happening around us and to us regardless but that doesn't mean that you don't get access to what it is that you want and need and deserve out of life it just means you got to put some effort into it you got to be intentional and concentrate your energy on something or you'll just be doing whatever comes to you and so this month you know it's whole new moon it's about communication and one of, I saw like on this really cool app that I follow online uh, on this, this Instagram page where she recommended that like, okay, cool. So this month, write down your fears, write down the things that are stopping you from moving forward and then take this stuff and take this piece of paper and you can write over it. You can pray over it. Just attach that spiritual intention to it and then drown it in some water. Which is like, you know, a sharp turn. And it's kind of safer because like, we be like setting stuff on fire and like for a second I'd be worried. And then like, I've burned a few trash cans, you know, whatever, whatever. It's all good. So I, um, so I did that, you know, and this is the thing. Pay attention to this part. These aren't overnight antidotes. That's just like, if you do this, then in the morning you're going to wake up with 20 inches worth of hair. Bitch, unless you ordered some bundles overnight, that's not going to happen. What it does is it takes a lot of our subconscious thoughts, those thoughts that we don't realize we're thinking, and it puts a face, a name, a word, a time, a location, a memory to it so that you can address shit head on. You can be intentional about how you think about yourself. And so now we're going into Pluto retrograde, which is like that generational space where it's like clearing out karma for the last 18 some odd years and it's diving really 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 fucking deep into your thought process and like for me I'm 32 so that if I go back 13 years I'm in middle school so since I did my whole drowning it's like I've been asking myself what happened in this year in 2002 when i was 14 like what where was i at you know Mm. and it brought up a lot of deep shit it's the kind of shit that you don't know you doing until you have these kind of moments and it's like that mixed with self-care and like intentional care to yourself and your body and physically moving through things and understanding like your chakras and stuff it really creates a space where you can heal and learn and break through a lot of those deep-rooted obstacles that you feel like you're repeating because you ain't realized you haven't learned your lesson yet and learning lessons doesn't mean that you deserve some type of punishment this isn't a consequence this could be a breakthrough this could be a transcendental moment this could be that that one key that you've been missing like that could help pivot you into the next space so I encourage you, like, if you do this practice or if you're feeling frustrated right now, dive into that. Go deep. Put effort into going deep with yourself right now because you need to. You know, if you feel like you need to reach out and get counseling, get fucking counseling. Like, I support it. I respect you for it. 
like I respect you for the intentions and the effort you do because we don't have no problem jumping up out of bed when we think of like certain thoughts make us act instantly like going to Chick-fil-A oh right. shit I want some Chick-fil-A or for me it's Popeye's Popeyes had me in my car with my bank card out before I realized it. You know, I'm like, bitch, I'm in my pajamas. You know, like. Or Ikea. Not that or we Ikea. Whatever is in your <laughs> bag anymore. is in your bag, you know. But that whole process is like, if that can move you to action, what else is inside of you that's moving you to action? It's stuff that is groomed into us from my parents, from my mm-hmm. great grandparents, from especially the black people from slavery, goddammit. Like, where you have this deep psychological experience that you need to tap into. Because moving forward, you're setting the pace for yourself and someone else. You're freeing yourself of something of a belief system that doesn't serve you. And so download CoStar. Figure out what like, you know, what like your signs and stuff. Start looking into your zodiac. I, if you don't believe in it, I can respect that. I'm entertained by it and I feel like it's insightful for me, so I rock with it. Like do whatever is in your bag that's going to help you learn about yourself and heal yourself and have you living on purpose. Because a lot of us are just hamster wheels worth of thoughts where we just going with the flow and right now the hamster wheel is broke so you don't know what the fuck to do with yourself and so it's like all right sit down and restructure which means sometimes you may need to do a little demolition you know sometimes you may need to really just you know start from scratch you know it's all good regardless of what it is it's your path so do what works yeah so let us know if you do if you are um drowning your papers (laughs) Um, and like and you're setting your intentions because I think that would be really dope if that could be like a monthly thing and like because Lexi and I do it and we always do this check in but it would be really cool if we yeah. like as with our catnip community with our nippers you know if we all got our shit in, like in, aligned and became really intentional about like what we want the next month to look like the next six weeks um, and although obviously no one can determine when we gonna get our freedom papers and be walking out of our house, but that does not mean we can't work on our goals. Watch we don't get out until Juneteenth. Watch it be June nineteenth that all the fucking things open up just like black people got freedom. That sounds like a real for real. Said watch that shit be Juneteenth. I hope so. I really I would love for that to be Juneteenth. Yeah, let us know because I I mean because. We we all trying to keep some shit together and do better monthly. So I'm yeah. proud of you guys, though. Like, let's let's take a moment and like be gentle and graceful and like mm. grateful to ourselves because we're still making it through this. If you're listening to this, you still counted amongst the living. You may be grieving, you may be stressed, you may be anything, but you're still here. You've already outlived every one of your bad days. So I encourage you to continue to make space for better days. You know. And it may not be the day you want it to be. It may not have been on your birthday like you had planned or whatever. Um, but don't get it twisted. Like, you still, your space is still valuable. You still got a lot to grow. So, I'm proud of you. Period. And you know what? You already ahead if you put it in and you listening to this. And you're like, yeah, I do do this. I already do this. I can incorporate that. I should be doing this. My homegirl did that. Like, yeah. 
really yeah, that would be actually. I would really love dope. to participate in that. Y'all, so. I take this shit so serious. I'd be like, sit. And it always it happens on time. It happens naturally. Like I'd be like, oh, this new, you know, such and such and such. And I'm like, hmm. You know, we'll be frustrated or upset or just like just in and how we feeling right now, Mo. And it'll be like, let's do our intentions. Or we have, like when we did our quantum shift pussy episode, we did our intentions and then our whole world just shook around us because it was resetting our foundation. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that frustrated us back then made space for what we're doing right now. So trust the process like, and do the work. Okay. And since I'm such like an astrological person, like I want us to do- Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Put this together, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to figure this shit out. So like I said, download the CoStar app. Yo, low key they be charging. I suggest you download it for the free trial, screenshot your answers, and delete it because it's a recession. Um, but I saw this post, shout out to the Trap Witch, that said, imagine your your rising, your rising your moon and your sun sign as your favorite rappers. And that shit just, oh my God, my face lit up. It was the most entertaining thing that had happened that part of the day. And so, yeah, I, every day is a good day. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what's mine gonna be? And I'm like, hmm. So I looked it up. My rising sign is a Leo. Obviously, I got big pussy energy in every way imaginable, obviously. Um, my, my sun sign is Pisces. You know, got that Erica Badu, change the world. And my right, my moon sign is Sagittarius. So Jay-Z would be mine. Um, so my favorite, my, my rappers and performers will be Erica Badu would be my, uh, my sun sign. Jay-Z would be my moon sign. And bitch, I died laughing because I had to look up like some famous Leo rappers to figure out who should be my, my, <laughs> my rising. And y'all, it's fucking Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> Yo. And now Soulja Boy, hold up! I I know we Kiki, but Soulja Boy, uh, birth. Of- Yo, Soulja Boy is the king of YouTube, the god of YouTube. Okay, yeah. my nigga got a whole streaming service. Don't he got his own cell phone? He got tech companies like he got like a- video games. He figured out how to make that shit work, and I love the way he tells stories. I feel like he's repeating after me, like how I be telling stories. Where they be real accurate to like our perspectives. Live. <laughs> Did you say it was live, Sydney? What was that? Were they no, live? bitch. I said they were accurate. Yo, that's Soulja Boy video. I'm huh? That. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first thing I heard when I when I saw that um thing was like black shot the nigga and I was like, yup. That's who it is. <laughs> it was between him it and was. it was Lil Uzi Vert. And I was like, oh, I could definitely be a little Uzi. This not your sign, bitch. It's not about you right now. Uh, Sid. It's not Aquarius? I mean, it wasn't Aries? No, it's not Aries. It's Leo. So, like I said, Sid just learned her shit today. So, she's like super aggressive about it. 
I had named all my signs. She did. Oh my god, y'all. So like to fix the show, we have like a script. Like as life happens, we put the show together. So I wrote mine down and I look back at the notes and I'm like, Sid, why did you put like 18 people? What the fuck does <laughs> what does Corinne Bailey Ray have to do with this, Sid? When what what rap song she made? <laughs> so no, but for real though, what are yours? So okay. Um let me go back. Where did they go? I just put it down. I just oh I must have deleted it. Let me press undo. Tony, you can edit this part. So your son, your Scorpio was future. Sid's sun sign is Scorpio. And before I could say anything, she yelled out future, which if it resonates, it resonates. Um, Her moon, like mine, is Sagittarius. Oh, that's Nikki Minaj. And again, she just confidently blurts it out. And then... The other one, her rising sign is Aries, which makes a lot of fucking sense. That's Quavo. And there she is. She she has the answers. They're inside of her. So, yeah, I want you to play around. Enjoy, like, you know, learning, even if it feels nonsensical to you. Like, learning a little bit about yourself and seeing how you connect to other people. I know I asked somebody else, and they was like, they was like 50 cent. And I was like, damn, really? Like, <laughs> okay. I totally see it now. But like, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, like everybody just living their life. And it's just, it's like, it's really cool. Um, I, I enjoy looking through them now. I was so lucky that I have, I did previously download this app in like another horoscope app, but I didn't really, I wasn't really reading yeah. them. Or like, but I've always been like so interested in my birth chart and figure, you know, that shit out. So this has been like, yeah, it's been cool to like sit and read. Like, yep, that is true. And like a lot of my um, the signs are like in Scorpio, so like the word obsessed is like everywhere, and that kind of accurate. Oh my gosh, I think it's the Rona. I got the Rona. (laughs) I know. Don't play like that. My young Miami voice. I don't, I don't like, like that. that. I don't like that. <laughs> but yeah, so for, for, but for real, y'all should let us know your rising moon, suns, Mercury, tenth house, ninth house, all of this stuff. Trap house. Um, Dope. your granny house. How your mom and them doing? Yeah, I, right. <laughs> Who did the body? That's one of my favorite black people phrases. Who did the body when it comes to funerals? Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways, but yes, we can keep hee ha ha. Hopefully, you did not choose to be Um, But if you did, that's who you connect and align with. I get it. I connected with Future. I knew it immediately. And Sid has always kind of had this really like gnarly connection to him. And it's not, I thought it was just because she wanted to be like another baby mama, which I was disappointed in her. But now I realize it's because she is future and it spiritually resonates with her. So they may just like merge souls and turn into like this Steven Universe fusion of like Scorpion fuck niggas. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I have a visual of what this looks like and I'm very entertained by it. I feel like it's three eyes and they, they got all glasses on all of them. It's a fun time.
dreads, very blonde dreads. And they're, they're all like Jogging standing up and dancing like Medusa waves, all of that shit, girl. See Ooh. what I mean? As that's our destiny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, just have so fun. Just start get... playing around and like learning about yes. yourself. Like it can be a fun experience. I know it's gonna be awkward for some of y'all because some people don't have as much personality as we do, and I understand. But you have to try at, at least. least. You then you can then you can ask us, and we can keep you. <laughs> so it's sharing with Lexi. Um, cause black Twitter, Twitter has just been this long, it's just been great. Like Twitter on the three day weekend, black Twitter on three day weekend is, it's pretty out there. It's a lot going on to catch up The Monday is a lot, let alone niggas is working from home. So it's a lot all the time. It's always a new topic. So what has been rolling through, cause, um, Michael Jordan has this documentary series that's been coming on like every Sunday before it's here, I guess. <laughs> right. The, um, <laughs> Right, somewhere black, around insecure. Oh, right, it's just like, you know, it comes, it goes. <laughs> but this week, I guess they highlighted Dennis Rodman. And so this clip has been floating through Black Twitter of Oprah, which high key looks like she's interrogating oh, Dennis no. Rodman, asking him about his sexuality um, and like his sexual experiences and like just. And she asked that man, like, it's a two-minute clip. She asked him at least ten times, are you gay? And that's another clip. But she was like, are you gay? 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 He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. So that was really interesting because if you've been peeping, especially if you've been paying attention to the nippers, catnip, we dragged Oprah last season. We dragged Oprah every season because she has been on a roll of doing some... I'm too rich to be black shit and it's backfiring because our spending power is just as dominant as these white folks right now. We all in the house. But I think like Oprah is just like, Oprah is that auntie that can't nobody stand because we all, she's so successful, but she's so out of touch. And that's because that was her time frame of being out of touch. Like, Motherfucking Dennis Rodman ain't nothing but Lil Uzi Vert, like, real dad. Like, he may not know his dad, and it might just right. be Dennis Rodman. Like, that shit makes sense. Like, he was just ahead of his time. And was it weird? Yes. But why the fuck can't we have straight, weird black men? It's okay for white men to be weird, and they still bagging bitches. So, and let's be clear. Right? I don't care how much man. nail polish, hair color... Everybody sucking NBA dick, especially in the 90s, and it was on the bull. So, you know, if it was a man sucking on his dick, he earned it. And if it was a woman sucking on his dick, he also earned it. <laughs> and you, not for nothing, but um, when Oprah was making her school, when she was making the school in Africa, and they asked her about why she didn't make a school for black Americans, she said that black Americans wouldn't appreciate the schools. She said black Americans wouldn't utilize the school. So like, I, like I feel like Oprah has always been like, like she has this anti-black American. <clears throat> but you thing. know, but then like I, it is, weird. and it's a reflection of how Oprah feels about herself when she goes home and takes out the two million dollar mm-hmm. wigs that she wears. And if you become so accustomed to that type of lifestyle, you will start to you'll 
you'll start to see stuff. And I'm sure from her perspective, she's seen a lot of leeching. She's seen a lot of people that's like taking advantage of her and stuff like that. But it's like, go lay down. Right, that's just yeah, how like, right, like, dare you. Go. You need a nap. You need to put that phone down. That's it. You need to put that damn phone out. Go get you some fresh air. But don't be letting all my good air out. Like, that's it. Oprah just be wilding. But meanwhile, back to what was regularly scheduled for Saturdays. I mean, Sundays. Um, Bitch, insecure. Yeah. Into fucking cure, Issa. It was a lot to unpack with this episode. Okay, who you want to start with? Who we starting with? Who first? Who getting it? Who getting it? Who getting it? Oh, you know I love attacking the men. Can we put Lawrence at the end? Just I think. Oh, I think. I, you I know what? I think that's the arc, the storyline arc. Anyway, I think we should talk about Molly and Issa's relationship. Cause like, okay, so. Have y'all ever had that friend that at one point y'all was like really, really close with, like you did everything together and then like y'all became frenemies after that? I feel like they're definitely heading into that like frenemy Mm. zone where it's like, it's some insecurities, you're not really able to open up how you feel like you should. You low-key feel attacked by what the person is saying, even though it's high key true. And it's just like, mmm. So one thing I saw, and I don't know if this was on like African American Twitter or not, but it was like um, highlighting the disparities between the income disparities between Issa and Molly. Molly was paying Molly by like twelve avocados for like three dollars. She spent thirty six dollars on roughly on fucking avocados alone. And yes, it was the holidays, but it's like Issa had to put back. So it's like, what? We gotta acknowledge like the differences. I I mean, if what was who who is at fault for that? Like that's just real life. Like some of our friends are more financially well off than some of our other friends, and that's just that's how the chips roll sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes. But if I, I guess if I were to see like a like a, a a close friend, like a really close friend, like she needed X, Y, and Z, and she was trying to, you know, debate between like fifteen or twenty extra dollars, and I had fifteen extra dollars to spend on fucking organic avocados because them bitches was expensive, I would be like, hey, friend, but you know what? I know you've been you've been out here grinding. It's been some rough patches. I got the deodorant. And it don't even like, like I feel like in like really thoughtful friendships, it's not even a conversation. When we get to the belt, everything go on the belt. It's not. We'll pull out the card yeah. first, cover the tab. And if if you decide you just gonna separate, then you separate. But it's like just know you ain't got to. But it's it is weird because like in Molly's case, she might be tired of always having the the to buy the fucking deodorant. This may not this ain't the first month. If she didn't have to buy the deodorant, you know what I'm saying? Like, hello, but you, but you right though, and we, and we don't get to see those sides. But it is heading in that frenemy, that fit frenemy way because Molly didn't have to snap back with that. At least I'm not fucking for toiletry, you know. Which I feel like, like that. I feel like this was a pre-rona statement because now that sounds like a come up. That nigga got toiletry. That does sound like a really good guy. 
but it's also like but Issa definitely didn't have to say well don't be inviting him over and then you're gonna get too clingy and pull up like start acting like old molly and run up yeah the like that was uncalled for too so i think both of them were just kind of like they weren't being intentional with their communication and you gotta be grounded within yourself because like and honest with yourself and solid with yourself because let's be clear if you're in an insecure place it's going to be difficult to give solid advice to somebody else it takes a special motherfucker to be able to do that and so if you're not that person then your nastiness is going to leak out some people can't be empathetic where they can see themselves in other people's shoes like and that's okay let motherfuckers be themselves you know like if that's not them that's not them but and just don't go to them for you know to seek that type exa- of counsel, my, you know? You know exactly and in Issa and Molly's case Issa ain't had no long standing like relationship goals marriage or anything like that so it's like within yourself you get to decide what you're going to believe and what you want to attach to yourself and what you're going to give energy and, and action to if somebody tell you oh you ain't gonna meet nobody until you in your 50s and your 80s or some shit you got a choice to say what the fuck was that you also have a choice to say nah bitch fuck you you also have the choice to say um no and you also have this choice to say i don't take advice from people less successful than me you check your pick you know right. so it's like or my favorite, I would like to respect. I would like to respect. Oh, my new favorite is well, comments are off on this section. I'm just venting. That's a good one because, like, now if that if that's what Molly was doing before Issa hit her with that, well, bitch, don't break out the old Molly. Like, you know that that would have that could have easily stopped comments. Yeah. And that's not a productive comment anyway. It wasn't you know, productive. Like, like, it really wasn't. So, like, they're doing this on purpose because they want us to pick, like, Team Molly or Team Issa. And I feel like Issa doesn't have enough boundaries in her life. And Molly has too many boundaries in her life. And it's like, how do we coexist right now? And we and neither one of us are doing what we need to be doing. You know? Yeah. My next issue, moving on... Is why the fuck doesn't Kelly have like her own episode? Because she had the best Thanksgiving out of everybody. Real life. Real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Like she had the best yeah. one. I wanted to personally not hang out with Issa or Molly. I wanted to go over to Kelly's house and see Kelly mm-hmm. Senior do the arm wrestle. That was, I feel like I missed out on that. That would have been dope. And I feel like, ooh. That was another another conversation that came up in Black Twitter. This was before the mm-hmm. episode, though. Um, hmm, um, that Kelly doesn't Latin America. Well, not not well about Kelly. So Latin America, Hispanic, or how I, I don't know. But um, people of those descendants were saying, "Well, why doesn't Issa have any Hispanic friends?" And apparently, Kelly is. Afro-Latina. Oh. I didn't know. Kelly's Afro-Latina. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then Dro, who um, yeah. Molly used to fuck with the married man, he was also he was- an Afro-Latina. So that was something else that sparked a lot of conversation because people were like, oh, well, what kind of... First of all, I didn't know that. 
but people are like well, what kind of Latino you looking for because they they got them up there they're just African. I don't see so that kind of no like. Mexican shows with no import like yeah y'all Y'all not about to fuck up insecure. That for was me. another tweet I read. I'm just letting yep. you know Trying to make the it black delegation has already committed to every episode of Insecure. We have secured Issa Rae. She's voting for everybody black. Y'all gotta let us have this one. Um, I'm gonna fight y'all motherfuckers in the street over this. I'm just, I'm not in the mood. I'm too. I'm already frustrated. Don't catch this L. Back to you, sis. Period. And you know what else? Because black people, black people don't be asking you part of some of right. And like, I think it's one thing. Um, I think it's one thing. If it's just like, say you like uh, the show. Oh yeah, we just want to be like included. But honestly, well, honestly, like um, most non-black people don't do not be there to bat for black people. So it's. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Visit Hellsburg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. It's proper and it's rude and it's long for you to demand space for you in an arena that one wasn't meant for you and two has situations been reversed bitch you wouldn't say anything because every other day on twitter you see non-black people saying nigga you see it all and then you also just see people like in just in real life um not mm-hmm. being held accountable or they can say oh yeah i did say you know f those niggers but i did apologize and then people are like oh yeah he apologized it's great so it's like, mm-mm, let's just be, let's just be black in LA and confident in Eastwood and everything Ethan wants it to be. So, yeah, so wait, see. that brings up an interesting topic really quickly, and then we're gonna get back to insecure. What do you think about the racist TikTok kids? <coughs> so and um, the apology. Okay. Right. So yeah. let's start with this. So, that's how, so I was explaining to Lexi how, um, just like how there's black Twitter, there's like black nerds Twitter, there are all these little sections. And that's the same thing with like a lot of apps. You know, you can go on an ID, you can look at nail Instagram, you can look at, you can get wrapped up in makeup Instagram. So TikTok is a black TikTok, there's a horror TikTok, so black TikTok. And this can go back to the little girl, I don't know her name, um, but I know she's from Atlanta and she, she made a renegade song, or she made a renegade dance. She made a dance. She didn't get, she didn't reap the benefits or whatever. This other white girl made it popular. So after all these people, because you know how black people be like, that black people be like, no bitch, give her her flowers. That was rude. So once that was brought to the white girl's attention, she actually did a video with the black girl. So that just showed how how black creatives and especially young black kids who have all this talent, how they are being ripped off, stolen from. And not even given the highlight because what happens is, because I don't, I'm still very new to TikTok and I'm trying to, now that I got more free time, 
Um, I am, uh, so what people do basically, the black kids make these dances, right? They make the I'm a savage, they make all these dances and they don't stop, they don't get the benefits of it. And then white TikTok makes all these racist videos and of course it goes viral. Because that's another part issue of TikTok. The black kids aren't like getting, like they're due justice, which is fucked up. So the white kids get to make these, these fake ass apology racist videos and what they're seeing is a lot of, oh, I'm, I'm grown from that. Racism was something I had to go through so that I could grow. And it's like, well, why, why do you have to be racist so that you can grow? That's what it comes back to. What do you think about these racist TikToks? Um, I think it's hilarious that, like, they didn't take accountability. I think their apology was T-Rash. Um... I mean, but if that's what they going viral for, shit, let them go viral. I ain't stopping or starting, y'all. But my whole thing is, like, you're going to get tired of fucking up your career because you think people aren't paying attention, y'all. They've been paying attention. They've been, they've been paying attention. Niggas right. been getting fired over Twitters, Twitters and tweeters. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. if you not even know. You talking about the white girl in Georgia? Who made yeah, it her and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend lost his like wrestling scholarship, and like her um, like she made this apology post and like was like trying to groom people on how like to respond. Like, and you guys don't respond to hate with hate, and it's like so you're admitting that this was a hate issue. Like, this was whack. So it was an Asian girl, also an Asian girl, Asian doing it too. Yeah, like. Week after week, I mean, all, everyone non-black, they want to say nigga, and then they want to be able to get famous from being racist. And she, her dad, made her make an apology video because you know the world is moving towards being less racist. Um, and like you were saying, these white kids, they're not like they're getting kicked out of schools as they should. I, I mean, if your white grandpappy want to be racist, and you and like y'all want to spread it, bitch, yeah. Because they eventually end up. Listen, okay. this ain't the worst thing that happens to them. My thing is this if Tyrone getting right. suspended for being a valedictorian and having locks, and you over here using racial slurs, you got to fucking go. It's just, it's only fair. So, there we are. Um, Alright, so let's get back into Insecure. That was a wonderful TikTok rabbit hole about um, racism. Racism. Anywho. <laughs> So, all right. So, like, the real, like, underlying plot line that's opening and developing is Lawrence and Condola. And condolences, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce her name. But just, like, her role in everybody's life. And I don't know. I don't know. Lawrence has already gotten on my nerves. Like, he's too basic for his own good. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna hear what Sid got to say. This I'm is over, the niggas ain't like, shit interview. I'm over Lawrence. Um, I'm over Lawrence having his like a storyline for real, for real. Like now, like I mean, with Condoleezza, okay, fine. But like he, he really don't need to be in a show no more after this. Um, I still stand by my sex scene comment. We don't need to have them. Um, yes, I would still fuck Lawrence. I know it's a character. Um. So anyways, back to Condola and Lawrence. Like, okay. 
I feel like Lawrence is trying insert to insert himself. He's okay, trying to what? insert himself. Yeah, yes. well, I feel like he's so yes, but I feel like he, he I feel like Lawrence needs to be focused on getting his shit together before he can talk about anybody else not being over their exes, anybody else, um, period. Like I like I don't I still haven't quite seen I feel like his full potential. And you know that conversation they had in the beginning of the episode and he was like, Oh, Condoleezza, you make me feel like I need to set my game up. Bitch, you should have been stepping your game up. Like, I, I, I thought the five years of, of no employment would have been a game stepper. You know? Yeah, I thought that would have motivated I mean, me. my whole thing is like, people have to learn how to be interdependent in relationships. And Lawrence displays codependency, fuckboy tendencies, nonstop, don't stop, won't stop, can't stop. Like, Bruh, you were de- codependent upon Issa. Like, you weren't a control. You were a leech. You was fucking the bank chick and eating her food. But she had some really nice titties. So I totally understand how that happened. And then now you with somebody else and you want to move further in your life. But it's only be- it's not because that's what you want to do. And it's good. It's one thing to be inspired by somebody. And it's another thing to be in codependent. And you got to step back and learn how to be self motivated. And it's like, for him to feel like, oh, she make me want to do this, she make me want to do that, before they've even defined the relationship, lets me know he's moving too fast. So it's like, don't let nobody rush you into something. Like, be be honest enough with yourself to be like, I need to take a step back, or I need to, I want to slow down. I love that she set her boundaries about not wanting to get married. And like, I, like, it was a, it was a little mysterious little plot, you know, you know, backstory little drop right there when they was talking about how the fact, like, she was married before and just got divorced a year and a half ago. You don't know what the fuck she had to go through and rebuild her life and get shit resettled and you know to start over and be comfortable enough to date so it's like you gotta y'all have to find a a realistic pace in your relationship and he's not doing that like he wants that Issa effect he wants that he wants that I can be comfortable with you to figure out you know to be motivated but I'm not really sure what you need from me in this relationship type deal you know and like Kind of look at her own house. This nigga still renting an apartment, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, manage your finances how you need to. But it's like, it's different than calling the Lisa office and saying, yo, my sink broke. I need my bathtub fixed. And I need to call a plumber between because I own different properties. Them two different mindsets. You have to, like, if you are going to be around people with certain energies and lifestyles, you're, you're going to be the sum of the people that you're hanging around don't bring somebody else down while you trying to come up you gotta find people that like realistically y'all are close to being equally yoked to one another or you compliment each other you know what I'm saying but you know Condoleezza was just trying to get some dick like and like Seth right. said he's fuckable I couldn't fuck Lawrence he just he just looked too goofy in the face I just feel like I wouldn't be able to do it maybe if we put like a bag over his head I don't know Oh my god! And, but okay, so yes, Lawrence, um, he is renting. But and I thought about that too because Condola had that nice ass house. But maybe she got that house from the. You never know. You know. Was your lap? Can never, you match the I lifestyle think, that her last man gave her? 
Right. And I just feel like Lawrence, I, I feel like he's moving too fast. And you know what? Both times he has I feel like I agree. So like what so what so what's that about? Because like, you know, you supposed to be have mm-hmm. moving the fuck on. Um and I, and let's be real, Lawrence did not have to contact Issa in that Mm-mm. first, second, whatever episode that was, when he was like, Oh, keep my name up. You didn't have to do all that. You should have just mm-hmm. kept it pushing because obviously two women who dated you, yeah, they're gonna mm-hmm. talk about some shit. If not, you, you can't dictate what's come out of Issa mouth. If she wanted to tell Condoleezza that she was a dog ass, was she lying? Unemployed ass, unmotivated. Was she lying? Who, what a lie? No, what a lie, Lauren. But my whole thing is like, up to piggyback no. off what you said, like how. Like, you the one, you're making, and this is my thing, he's not moving intentionally. He's moving reactionally. He's moving because this person make me feel good, and this person used to make me feel good. It's all absorption and comfort for him. It's never, I really want to build something with you, so let me continue to get to know you. Like, you was taken aback that she didn't want to get married at a Thanksgiving dinner that you invited yourself to. Like... You you don't you have no self awareness. You're not aware of yourself right now, like of what you need to be doing with yourself or whatever. So, um, like you got to be honest with yourself and aware of what's going on, and like really know what your intentions for fucking with somebody is. If you're looking for a wife, it's then the third, and you're looking for this, then you need to attract people that are also looking for that. Cause we love attracting motherfuckers that's emotionally unavailable, and then. Acting like, oh, we didn't know they was emotionally unavailable. So, okay, last scene of the episode. Everybody going through the feed. Everybody jealous of Kelly because she had the best Thanksgiving. I was. And Lawrence comments on Issa's picture. It showed Issa responding hella fast, though. Did you see that bubble? You seen that bubble? Immediately. Okay, so this is my thing. I don't, okay, yes. Like sometimes I block exes. Sometimes we all block our exes. Sometimes we just uh, I, I not I would not be following any of my exes on on the ground on Twitter because guess what I don't give a fuck what they got to say. I have heard it for the last five years I've, or however long they were dating. I could guess what they what that nigga was gonna say. I wouldn't care what they was doing. What I I wouldn't be following them. So I thought that was interesting that he was still right. following Issa. Like what's that about? I mean, I still follow some of my old hoes, but I definitely don't make it a point to, like, have communication with them through social media. You may get, like, a reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I may like it, but I'm not going to have no conversation with you. But I'm also not l- checking for you. Nine times out of ten, I'm scrolling past your shit. Nine times out of ten, you follow me and I don't follow you. And if you're one of my exes listening to this and this is how you found it out, well, you already an ex. What am I supposed to do? You do not matter. You do not matter. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> faster. Dude, I love you. That's, I know, That's girl. Easy. I felt That's it in my soul. <laughs> I knew who the fuck that was. I was like, she on point. That shit. <laughs> that nigga spit. <laughs> that motherfucker spit. But, um, but yeah, like, I just. Like I said, Lauren's intentions for fucking with Condoleezza Rice was always trash. Like, like, mm-hmm. like I said, he ain't even really have access to her like that off rip. He ain't bringing nothing to the table other than dick. Because she ain't checking for nothing else from him right now other than getting to know him. 
I love that she continued to bring up the fact that he invited himself because like sometimes people love to make shit seem like it was your idea oh yeah and I'm glad you know thanks for inviting me and all this stuff like no nigga you invited yourself like but people need to be careful you gonna like especially in okay this is defending Condoleezza right now it's a lot of motherfuckers out here that's empaths, that's healers, that can absorb energy, that share light, that have this emotional reservoir where people just come and just feast off of it because it's an abundance of it. It's an abundance of power and light. But you got to be careful because there's going to be a lot of motherfuckers inserting themselves into your life. Like pop up out of nowhere, like also what's up? You know what I mean? And, like, take advantage of the type of lifestyle and shit that you created for yourself. Like, it just, Condoleezza got to be careful with her getting back in the market or whatever to, like, just make sure that she's surrounding herself with people who reciprocate her energy. And it's not like her friend group was doing that, you know. But in the same breath, it's like, Lawrence, are you really here to be her friend? Are you really here because you feel like you need to be in something or this and the third? Like, get to know people. Take your time. Like, you don't have to rush a thing, you know? And the more you see somebody rushing shit, that's letting you know that they are cutting corners somewhere else. And that's what it's honestly, it just seems like he, it seems like Lawrence is rushing. And like, like he was, I don't want to say grilling, but he was like, so that, like, I'm just a fuck, I'm just your fuck buddy. And that's how Lawrence was treating Yes, Shady with the, the really nice titties, yeah. He, like that was, that was, she, yeah, she was, and she was cute. She was very cute, but I feel like he's definitely rushing into this. Like you, you just met her at the baby shower. And so let's just, and you know, I just like, it's like, why are you trying to make this? And pay attention to the fact that Tiffany's still pregnant. So this ain't even been no hands, no big number of months that went by where you've been really mm-hmm. able to like get to know somebody. Like slow the fuck down, you know. And like in real life, we're going through a pandemic, so it's like shit gonna happen where we gonna be around people more often than we want to, and like escapes and opportunities and experiences are limited. So take this time to get to know the person, like, and really stay balanced within yourself so you don't get over attached and lose yourself because that's what Lawrence is about to walk himself into. And side note, I feel like Lawrence is trying to compete with Issa for Condoleezza's attention a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. like you're going extra hard to make sure that everybody know what's going on. Okay. Last time we're going to talk about Insecure. I'm almost done with this. So, I read an article today that was talking about how Issa felt during the dinner. Where she was saying, I feel like I got the one who couldn't pay for food. And she got the better version of him. And it makes her feel some kind of way. How do you feel, Captain Nipper? How I feel is that um, going back to what we were talking about at the very, very beginning of the show, like, make sure you are straight before you check on people. Like, it's too much energy to be building up niggas. Yes, in a relationship, 
you are going to like naturally be teaching someone and like teaching them how they should be treating you or like you know your love language or like you know whatever the fuck but I feel like if you are literally building 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 and you're not getting that back you're not getting that poured into you it's like we, we can't we can't be building niggas sis and like I already talked about how energy how, how energy consuming it is to try to like teach a nigga how to communicate so we should, team Lawrence loves to talk about how Issa cheated but Issa was cheating because bum ass Lawrence wasn't working for five years and honestly she shouldn't have held that nigga down for that long if a nigga can't hold himself down he's gonna be bound to oh. down. okay I wasn't wasn't expecting that from the pulpit. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so I have a different sort of opinion. I'm uh, this is the deacon speaking. I have a you know we're going we're gonna flip to the book of jobs. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna flip to the book of First Corinthians. Um, but my whole thing is like for women who like for one Issa is arrogant and naive to feel like she built him up what you did was disable him from taking care of himself when you decided i'm gonna foot the bill for two Mm -hmm. people one of which i'm not married to and take care of the two of us instead of taking care of myself and building up my lifestyle because bitch you still broke lawrence at least got the job now he had the education he couldn't get the job you trying to get your shit off the ground so you weren't really helping him y'all were codependent on one another right and so we gotta be humble within ourselves to stop acting like oh i built you up for the next person did you really and what makes you think that you're not accountable for providing for an experience because you ain't Mm. get something out of this too he may not have been able to give you money two. and like finances and shit, but he was definitely helping you to avoid all of them daddy issues that you suppressing. But y'all ain't ready to talk about that. I love getting to say that mm. shit. I never get to say that often enough. You know, but it's like we act like as women and even men too, as people, we act like we're doing so much for this partner and it's like why are you going so hard for somebody that's not going that hard for you or themselves are you really helping them and then when they choose to real you know when they come to that moment in their lives what makes you feel like you're entitled to be on the receptive end of this like people gotta learn the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate you can have a soulmate and never be in love with them it's plenty of people that are soulmates that just have really great Ooh. relationships because you are designed to help them in the, in this journey, in this path. A twin flame is an emotional connection that helps to reveal the truths within you. So you're going to meet somebody that's going to bring up all this energy and trauma and healing inside of you, but that don't mean that they did that, that they are exclusively for doing that no that presence that energy was designed to help you grow whether you choose to or not is also on you you can take the horse to the water but they ain't got a drink and don't forget that you're a horse being drawn to water as well so it's like that human i get how isa feel but i think in that next level of self-awareness you gotta realize like i can't give anybody else the type of energy that i haven't given to myself and if it's not a, recipro- a reciprocating relationship, 
what exactly am I doing? What am I doing here? Mm -hmm. You got to start operating with intentions. If you don't know what you're doing here or you're not content with what you're doing here, you don't feel purpose and passion and aligned with what you're doing, you're actually doing yourself fucking damage. And so, like, I just hope that they, they, the spirit of their codependency is still active. And honestly, like, to be with someone for so long and then y'all break up and say that like oh like this person was someone I feel like back to what Lexi was saying is like your own accountability and your part in it because if you were really helping them you would have seen some progress you were doing something called insanity where you were doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting mm-hmm. a different result. and then it's like Have a look. you feel like you helping them you can't smother people like oh I just wanted them to do this if that's if that wasn't their desire then it's like you might be smothering this person you may not allow them the the developmental space to come to their own decisions and say this is what i really want or need for myself and if you're always giving oh i'll just do i'll just fix they will worry about this i went ahead and took it took care of it and if you're always taking their opportunities for growth because you want them to stay close to you or whatever the case may be then you're disabling them you the reason why they didn't marry you because Mm -hmm. you were never gonna let them grow you turned them into your stepson and now you mad because you can't claim them on your taxes you know and it's like it's just you gotta have that level of self accountability and like release and detachment within yourself because it's going to ease up that frustration of feeling like i should have been married because i'm such a good person and i should have done this and i should have done what's for you is going to be for you you just gotta accept what is for you and stop settling for shit that ain't you know i don't want that struggle love i don't want that i had to provide for them for 10 years Mm -hmm. and then they got their shit together you nigga i will shoot you if you go on Twitter talking about you dogged Mm-mm. me out for 10 some odd years or you motherfucking can bella me and we get married because I'm going to jail and I have and my teeth fake. I'm not dealing with that shit. You're not finna Jim Jones me where I'm the one proposing and you a whole ass Mm-mm. man in the, the ghetto. ghetto. You know? So it's like since you if you don't want that kind of love you ain't gotta have it you ain't gotta have that kind of struggle love but you gotta be intentional and operate with boundaries that you abide by in order to make people the right person that can match that effort come to your space but other than that if you ain't doing that you just attracting damage like damage to damage to damage you have to be intentional about what you want because if you sitting there pouring and i i don't like i don't like to blame a woman i don't like i I don't like to always be like, well, why Why you sit there for five years? I that's mean, society, though. That's that ride or die. Security, that's that Jay-Z, Beyonce you know, shit. That's that. Right. And we said this before. Listen, don't. you either going to be emotionally mature to help me get this money together, or you are going to come rich so that I can hang up and throw my iPhones in yep. the pool that you bought me to go with the car that you bought me or whatever the fuck. But like... You can't be broke and emotionally immature. I nope. That is a, that's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I'm very unattracted to that. It seems very poor. Um, I'm living a life of abundance. I'm not operating by a scarcity mindset. You gotta get the fuck up out of here. 
It's yes, a turn off. It's just it is just will always be a turn off to me trying to tell a man who is trying to date me like how to communicate, how to like talk about emotions. That's it. It's not. I'm not gonna do that. Like I do that with the kids. I get paid for that with the kids. I'm not gonna do it with a grown ass man who doesn't. Who's not on the autism spectrum. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna do it with him. So I, don't waste your time, yeah. ladies. Or guys, don't waste your time because it's very easy to get caught up in someone and then nostalgia of them. And at one time y'all did room downtown. You gotta let it go. Sometimes you just have that good. You have a good yes. time with that person. Sometimes it's um, just an experience. And get that ambit. It's just you're not always Damn. dating to marry. You know, sometimes you just date and you just date the motherfucking eight. You date because we in. Yeah, we you dating because it's summer twenty twenty and we was they just gave us our freedom papers and now we right. can go be free. You know, dating because like you know what we get. I I gotta have this baby. The eggs are dropping. I need my egg cracked. My last name dropped. <laughs> that's okay. what that's a New York record. <laughs> she told that man, I need my egg cracked. <laughs> I need my last name. This sounds so aggressive. And I feel like I should get an omelet out of this. It was. I loved it. I'm hungry. I feel like I'm gonna get like a pterodactyl <laughs> omelet, like from the Flintstones. <laughs> Remember, okay, now now we're going down the hole. Remember that Dave Chappelle episode when they did MTV Cribs and he had T, um, like T Rex eggs and he cracked them bitches <laughs> open. He did it was an episode of like he was like, um, I put I put diamonds on my food, so my diamonds so on my poop. <laughs> It was that That's when black people got <laughs> reparations. No, was that reparations? When it was like, I'm rich, bitch, and he bought the Marlboro truck. This is, he, was, he was doing um, like a fake MTV. This was, it was like oh, one of the last ones. I love Dave Chappelle. So that was weeks ago, mm-hmm. Charlie. But no, hey. for real though, what were we talking about? Come on back up the hole. Mm-hmm. Out the hole. Coming out the hole. Not dating to marry. Now, what we're, marry. we're not saying just go out and screw everybody. What we're saying is date with intentions. I my intentions is to get to know this person. My intentions is to have sex with this person. My intentions are um it should always be your intentions should be present. Because like I said, like you cut corners when you try to jump 50 years from now. Don't get me wrong, manifest that shit. Be specific about what you want from the universe. But when you're interacting with somebody that you may or may not be aligned with, you have to set your intention so you can be accountable for how you're acting and how you're operating and how you're moving. And you know, if you're looking to get married and you want a serious relationship, some shit you can't accept. So you got to honor that. What that does not mean is that you go and tell somebody else, this is what I want and you got to deal with it and not sit and understand and learn what they need. It's about being, it's about putting effort into your actions. So it's like, yeah, if you just, like, my thing is this who doesn't love a good dinner date? Who doesn't love good company? Who doesn't love companionship? Like, these are awesome right. things. Or dick, or shrooms. Downtown with good company, with someone who's This seems like a very specific Ooh. story, maybe from a listener. Um, or maybe it's like a, is this a, a post-Rona fantasy of yours, Ted? What's happening here? It's very specific. You know what? I'm, I keep talking about shrooms a lot. And um, it's just because I've been seeing, I've been seeing so many uh, conversations about shrooms on, in Black Twitter. That's what I'm, 
I don't have shrooms at the house. I do have um, some edibles, but no shrooms here today. I, I don't mean, have a I told y'all my story. Listeners, if you have one, hook me up. Oh, I was just letting the listeners know to holler at a player if they knew someone. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm hoping. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, yes, you have to figure out what works for you. You have to like, and be intentional and be hold yourself accountable. Like, if you know it's not going in the direction you need it to, honor that. Say it. Like, communicate. That type shit. Period. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Oh, you know something else, Alexi, that you said um, a few weeks ago was like, we when we're, when we're experiencing people, we're not their attachments. We're detached to them. And I think that is going to help people not feel so ready to date to marry. I think, like, learning how to operate without attachment allows a person to do what honors them as well. So it, it creates space to say, you know what? I do see potential in you. And it also says, I'm going to live an amazing life with or without you. And that I'm not going, I'm not going to attach myself to the story of you, but I'm going to be present and actually experience you as you are right now, which means I may get the very best of you and it could be fun and sexy and interesting. And it also could mean that it could be like a dark, twisted ass fantasy that you got to sit through. But operating without attachments allows them to be authentic and it allows you to be authentic and it's like it takes that pressure of performance I think people feel so many obligations because of what society says a relationship should be and real I mean from generation to generation we realize that we just got to figure it out you know on a day-to-day basis but if you walk into it and it's like how Molly act on insecure where it's like okay well you know, I'm, I'm mom and dad shouldn't have done this and, and, and they felt this and they did that and they did this, you know, and it's like you're attached to an experience that you weren't even a part of. Like Molly was dead ass punishing her dad right. for finding out that he cheated. And was it wrong? May it, did it hurt her feelings? Did it do this? Did it do that? Yep, but she took that experience and dragged it on to the next experience and the next experience. And that's what Erica Badu was talking about in Bag Lady. Like, you carrying around all this emotional experiences that aren't yours. They're not happening right now. But because we're carrying them and we're attached to them, we're still constantly processing the emotions and the stress of them. I was having this conversation in the mm-hmm. shop because somebody was telling me, like, yeah, I'm dealing with all these triggers and, like, woo wah woo wah woo wah And I was like, it's a beautiful thing to revisit these spaces so that you can like mentally kind of review how you felt and like think about but it's a difference between you have to stay grounded while you're doing this so that you're not swept into that emotional roller coaster of a memory it's a thought it's not happening it's literally not even happening Mm -hmm. right now what you're thinking about is not happening the past it is just an, an attachment that you have not released yet. It's something that you're continuing to tell yourself and believe in and identify with. Well, well, this happened to me and that happened too. But is it happening right 
now are you on fire right now no I need you to remember where you are right now and who you are right now if that means you gotta count your fingers and toes and look for something in the room that's your favorite color or whatever coping mechanism you use to get grounded put effort into that so that you're not constantly mood swinging because of your memory system and a lot of us are just living through past traumas every day you wake up and replaying it like a old VHS tape like this ain't even current this ain't even up to date I can't even watch this you know I don't even have a TV for this you know what equipment you if you don't have the equipment <laughs> you can't see it with the eyes in front of you then it's outdated equipment so it's no. like get grounded and it takes time learning how to get grounded and like get settled within yourself takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of intentional effort and a lot of self-discipline to say I'm not feeling my best and I'm going to do what I need to so that I can become present with myself but it's important it is and just like you said of leaving those past experiences behind us like it's like that's that's something else like that was long ago and with new, anytime you meet a new person, this is a very new relationship. And guess what? They don't know any of that past stuff. So like you can, it's low key, you're reinventing yourself. Bitch. You get the opportunity to do that. You could be a version every day. Yeah. You are every, not defined by your day. experiences. And like, <laughs> nope. And like, if you, if you had a date with boy A on Monday and maybe you felt shy and a little timid or like he said something rude, well, bitch, when we go out with boy B, we, we, we already know what we wearing. We ready. We got sassy comebacks. We got a smart mouth. Yeah. We comfortable. Bring Every day. But that's the beauty of, of still living is like cellularly we're, invent, we're reinventing ourselves. So mentally you need to reinvent yourself too. And like I know y'all have heard me talk about like the rubber band ball and how we have this identity that we is this fixed object now because we've attached so many layers of things well i'm i'm african-american not black and i'm 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 a vegan and i'm this and i'm that and we start identifying with so many things but we have to go back and review do these things still serve you right now and give yourself to say you know what i may have been in the vegan before but now i think i may want to try a little fish you know or you a nigga did love some wings you know things or you could be like me and be like an intense wing connoisseur and be like you know what i could be a vegan i don't have to be attached to fried chicken my whole life this is all hypothetical maybe you air fry i don't know but the point is is that you have the freedom to develop the life and the personality and the characteristics that you value with the effort that you put into yourself so i want you to take this effort how you feel Write it down, acknowledge it, put a name to it, put a face to it, put energy to it, and learn how to grow from it. Learn how to grow from this So, we got a lot of dope shit coming up. We had to reschedule, it's my fault, we had to reschedule the, um, the, the virtual paint party, but trust and believe it's coming back soon. We about to get it popping. Um, make mm-hmm. sure you meet us on the mat on Sundays. And Thursdays for our um, our yoga classes, Catnips Podcast presents Purred Out Yoga. It's a super dope virtual online community where we really walk you through yoga and how to unwind from our perspective. So fuck with us. That's really dope. And where can you listen to us at? 
kid, where can you not find us at? You can find us <clears throat> Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Player Radio, FM. Player FM. Dang, this, of course, our website, catnip at the Z of the end, podcast.com. I feel like I'm missing Stitcher. We're on everything. So many. I feel like, like we, we can be in as your you fire plan is. We we in your subscriptions. We in one of them. We in one of them. Oh, check us out. Right. You can find us everywhere. We're working our way through Rona. Check out our old episodes. Check out what we've been doing. We'll be wrapping our season soon and taking a little um a little hiatus and really revving up our Paradox Yoga experiences. So Stay in the know with us. We also will be launching some other really fun summer projects too. So we planting seeds and watering them and nurturing them and doing the shit that we need to do so that you can have a better day. And I would like to say you're welcome. And listen, reach out because we're starting our private classes Ooh, for you. We are. Spots will be filling soon. We only have a few options available. So get in where you fit in. And we gonna make that thing clap, honey. Like literally, I'm gonna teach you how to make that thing clap spiritually. Periodically clapping it. Well, we love you guys. We are grateful for this opportunity to be able to sit yeah. down and vent our frustrations and you know, fuck it up with y'all. We hope you're having a great time. We're hoping that you're pushing it through. We'll see you at the next episode. We love you. We love you. Yeah. Thank you for fucking with us. Can This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.